You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number four. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Did you know it's peak dating season right now? In the beginning of the year, it's the new year, new you tendency. People want to create something new in the new year and they set new year's resolutions and throw themselves into it with a ton of energy. So that doesn't mean that you should set new year's resolutions. I personally don't favor doing that. I think there are other and better ways to set a goal than to do it just because it's the new year. But what it means for you is that there are a lot of people, including men out there in the dating apps right now. So if you have been thinking about getting back into dating or starting dating, then this is your sign. And if you want to make 2023 the year you attract your soulmate, your ideal partner, the man of your dreams, then why not sign up with a dating coach? All you have to do is book a call with me so we can chat and find out if it's a good fit for you to work with me. And what I do is basically take you through all the phases of dating from doing the inner work that makes you go out in the world as a new woman who is 100% empowered and with an up-leveled mindset and a strong relationship with herself and then all the way to the actual dating, setting up a profile, going out on dates, practicing and implementing the dating skills I teach you and evaluating your dates so you can learn from them. So if you want to know more about what it would look like to work with me as your private coach, then book a consultation call. And there's a link in the show notes and you can also go to my website, lærkethelovecoach.com. And Lærke is spelled L-A-E-R-K-E. So in this episode, I want to give you some mindset tips for setting yourself up to finding love through the dating apps. And this is because I know a lot of you have mixed emotions for the dating apps. You don't really like them, but you believe they're necessary. So you force yourself to set up a profile and then you swipe through profiles while telling yourself that you are right. There are no good men in the apps and your kind of man is definitely not there. And of course, when you think like this and you literally hate the apps, you are not going to find the good men. And so in the end, you create a self-fulfilling prophecy about the apps. So today I want to offer you some ways that you can think about the apps and a few practical tips to preserve your energy and move on quickly from men that are not interesting for you so you can make space for those who are. And first I want to offer to you to only think of the app as a meeting point. This is a place to connect. It's not a place to build a relationship. You go there to connect with a man, you have a few exchanges and then you move on to meeting in person. So your process on the app is to swipe Go through a number of profiles while selecting who you want to match with and then it is to have the initial conversations, nothing more. So if we start by looking at the swiping, I want to recommend that you decide on a time frame and a frequency for swiping through profiles because this is one of the things that can drain your energy. When you go through a lot of people's profiles and try to make a decision on a very limited amount of information, you easily run into decision fatigue. 
and if you see three to five profiles in a row that don't interest you, your brain will then easily offer you the conclusion that there are no good men in the apps. But when it comes to the decision, I want to offer to you that the only decision you need to make here is, can I imagine having a chat with this guy in the app? That's all. Not do I see myself with him long term. That's just not possible. In the beginning, you want to check in every day to swipe because your profile will be shown to a lot of people. So there will be a lot of men who match with you and you might want to see if you want to match back with them. But then you will want to decide to swipe only maybe once a week, select a number of men you want to connect with and then focus on having conversations with them during the week. Also decide how much time you want to be on the app approximately, maybe 10 to 15 minutes twice a day. And then every time you open the app, take a moment to reconnect with your purpose of doing it. Why are you even on the app? What do you want to believe about finding love in the app? You get to choose something that feels inspiring and empowering for you. Maybe you want to write down some thoughts that feel true and make you feel inspired and then put them on your phone and check in with them before you open the app. That could be something like, I am open to possibility. Anything can happen. If I keep going, it is inevitable that I will find love. There are so many good men out there looking for a woman like me. My perfect match is right now looking for me. Then when you start swiping through the profiles, you are going to see a lot of men that are not at all interesting for you. The vast majority, in fact. But I want to offer to you that even if only 1% is indeed interesting for you, it is not a problem. There are so, so many people in the apps and you only need one person. What can be a problem is what you're making that number mean. If you get frustrated and feel hopeless because you only like a small fraction, and if you're expecting to feel attracted to, for instance, 30%, then you'll feel like there are no good men in the apps, and this is very disappointing. Here, I also want to suggest a different perspective for you, a different way of thinking of the app. Imagine it's a big outlet with clothes, and you're going there to find a dress. You know exactly what you want, the style, the color, and the size. And so you go in there and look for it. And you might have to go through some piles of clothes and see what's underneath before you find the right dress. You'll have to remove a lot of other clothes to find it. But you don't get caught in the frustration about all the other clothes, right? You don't have mind drama about how ugly the other pieces of clothes are and how many there are compared to this one item that you're looking for. You just walk past it and focus on the one dress that you want. You can also think of it like a supermarket. You're looking for toothpaste. But before you find it, you have to pass the shelves with paper towels, rice and pasta and maybe some pre-cooked meals that you would never touch, let alone think of eating. But does that stop you from going into the shop to get your toothpaste? Of course not. And it's also not something you stop to write your friends about. You don't even think about the items that you are not looking for. You just go straight to the ones that you are looking for. So, as I mentioned earlier, it's easy to get yourself into decision fatigue. If you think you have to decide on a life partner based on three photos and two sentences. And luckily you don't. The only decision you have to make here is whether you want to connect with him in the app, not even having a coffee yet. 
because when you're swiping through and deciding who you want to match with, this is not the time to be too selective. Here in the beginning, you want to be as open as possible and then add in your selection filters later on. So try to just focus on connecting with someone who looks okay, where there's nothing strange about the profile, such as if he's wearing big ski glasses on all the photos, or he's only photographed from a long distance, or we can't see his face at all. A lot of people who meet their partner on an app say that they were actually not very attracted to begin with. This was just a profile like any other profile, but there was nothing off-putting about it either. So when you choose who to connect with, you also want to remind yourself of one important thing that we tend to forget. The profile is not a direct expression of the man. It's an expression of his abilities to present himself in a profile. And this can be difficult for a lot of people. Even a job application can be difficult and a dating profile is much more personal. I also believe that in general, men have just fewer photos of themselves than us women, so he might not have that many to choose from. Also, you often can't really see the glimpse in the eyes and you can't feel his energy from a photo. And sometimes the profile that looks a bit awkward actually reflect a very good and kind man who just isn't that dating app savvy. Whereas a profile with a very attractive man might as well reflect someone who spent the last 10 years dating and doesn't plan to stop in the near future. So when it comes to connecting, as a ground rule, I advise you always start the conversation with a question that shows him that you read his profile. Or it can be a question about something you see in the photos. And in general, it's good to add in a question in your messages to keep the conversation going. But based on the response or maybe lack of it, you can get into feeling irritated or frustrated. And here it's important not to get caught too much in mind drama because some don't reply the way you want them to. Here are some typical situations that can potentially bring you frustration. If a man you reached out to, he writes you back with a very short two-word answer, for instance. Here you can decide to give him one chance, just one benefit of the doubt. Maybe he doesn't have a clue about what to write, so help him in this one exchange. And if he still doesn't get back with more than two words again, you're just on to the next. So this would correspond to in the outlet that you just looked at the dress and realized that the size is wrong. You're not even taking it to the fitting room, you just put it back on the shelf. And so what if he's constantly texting and texting, but never taking any initiative to invite you out? Here you want to inspire him to do that. Let him know that you like the conversation and that you would love to continue in person. And then let it be up to him to respond. Or tell him that you are not a fan of texting, but if he wants to meet you in person, you are open for that. And then let it go. See if he comes back and if not, move on. Also, if the first message you receive from him is when he sent you his phone number with the message that he doesn't really like the app and he isn't that often online, so feel free to call me. This is a low-effort message where he basically tells you to make the move and call him. And here you want to ask yourself if he has really earned the access to your phone number and your time and attention just by sending that message. And then there are the opening lines that are also very low effort, such as Hey, what's up? Nice pictures. How are you? Again, if there's something you like about the profile, then give him the benefit of doubt this one time and answer like you were a politician. 
answer the question you would have wanted him to ask. And every time you receive a message that elicits a negative reaction in you, stop yourself from responding. Get curious about why you feel a negative response. What are you making his message mean? Notice your thoughts and try to find a thought that serves you taking your long-term goal into consideration. You can try with something like, I am committed to not let small obstacles, like a silly message, stop me from finding my future partner. So I also want to address some of the common limiting beliefs that I hear about the dating apps. And the first one is that it doesn't feel natural and it's not very romantic to find love through an app. And you want it to happen naturally, like someone you just meet by coincidence. If you have this belief, then ask yourself how you approach other important projects in your life, such as career, studies, business, buying a house or an apartment. Do you want that to happen by coincidence and naturally, so to speak? Like whenever someone offers you a job or you happen to hear about a house that's for sale. Or are you the kind of person who would contact a real estate agent and go out to visit houses? And are you doing professional networking for your career? If so, then why would you want to leave something as important as your love life to random chance? Why does declaring that love is a priority for you make it less romantic? And what does it even mean that it's natural? Who gets to decide what a natural way of meeting a partner really is? These days, most singles are on or have been on an app at some point. It's more common to have been there than to not. So ask yourself, how is this belief serving me? Another limiting belief is, my kind of man is not on the app. And here I want to say, all kinds of men are on the apps. There is over 300 million people on the apps right now worldwide. We all know someone who met each other on an app and someone who's currently on an app. So try to remind yourself of all the people you know or know of, so not necessarily someone you know personally, who are or have been on an app. And then I also hear the limiting belief that men in the apps are not serious. And here there are actually data showing that there are a lot more men who are looking for a serious relationship than those who are just looking for a casual fling in the apps. And again, you only need one. So I also want to encourage you to choose carefully who you talk to about your dating journey. Avoid talking to people who have a very negative point of view and who vent about the apps and that there are no good men out there. It can be very contagious, especially if you're a bit low after a few not-so-successful encounters in the apps. Our brain loves to complain and it loves to be right about things that don't serve you. So if you're already having a lot of thoughts about how the apps are not working for you and then you decide to open a profile just one last time and you go in there and you check a few profiles and you talk to a friend who's also there and she sends you a screenshot of some of the profiles that are not very charming and then you both start discussing how horrible men in the dating apps are and now your brain is right again and you have evidence because your friend agrees and like this, you don't really go into the apps with a mindset that serves you and opens you up to seeing the good men, even when they are right in front of you. And in the end, you decide to close your profile, only to come back a few months later because you still haven't met your perfect match. So focus on creating a possibility mindset and commit yourself to not let a few bad profiles or 
Even if it's 80% of the profiles you see that you roll your eyes at, do not let that be a reason to give up on your dream to find your future partner. And as a general rule, every time you hear a negative story about the apps, ask yourself if the same thing could have happened in real life in organic dating, someone ghosting, being very late, cancelling last minute, lying about being single, or not being very serious. And remember that the dating apps actually also come with a lot of advantages. You can connect with people you wouldn't normally have met because they just aren't in your orbit, but that you actually can create a really good connection with. You can have the initial contact in the comfort of your own home, sit in the couch with a cup of coffee and decide who you want to chat with. How nice is that? And you get to decide when you want to date If you want to check in early morning or in your lunch break and you get to decide for how long and that is of course unlike a social event where you might feel that you have to stay a bit longer than five minutes and you also need to take some time to go there and come back again and you can meet so to speak a lot of men in short time. You can scroll through maybe a hundred profiles in a few hours and also it's very introvert friendly. Having the possibility to stay at home and not having to go out in places with a lot of people and noise. Just sit at home while you're meeting new people and you get to choose when you want to answer and you can log out for a while and then come back a bit later. So there's so many good things to say about the apps. And remember, dating apps are just a tool to connect. And once you've done that and there are no good reasons not to meet him, then move on to the first date and make the encounter in the app short and sweet. So that is what I had for you today. And remember, dating is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And you want to make sure you have a mindset that serves you for the long commitment. I'll be back again in a week from now. And in the meantime, have fun and enjoy dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe. And I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast. And then you'll also help other women find it. 